Hey, I'm Matt Bay with Old Man Bay Side. I'm Emmett from Dead Rise Woodcraft. I'm Sam Wilkinson, and I'm a maker figuring it out. Howdy, friend Steve here. Just going to let you guys know that uh, during last night's recording, once again, Steve had a snafu happen with his microphone. It sounds a little boxy. I tried to do as much as I could, but once again, I'm still learning. Uh, but please don't turn off the show because we really do have a great guest, and it's really not that bad. You might be get listen. You might get used to it, but you got to listen to our guest. And I do have another surprise for you on the show, and you will figure that out probably within the first ten seconds after the intro. So I hope you guys enjoy the show. Uh, don't forget to subscribe or send us a you know thank you or whatever. You know what to do, and uh, we'll catch you next time. Thanks. Welcome to Makers Figuring It Out, a show where we strive to educate, motivate, and inspire makers of all skill levels with special guest makers, tips and tricks, do's and don'ts, and many things in between. I'm Steve Huber from Wolfwood Wood Creations, and joining me... Wait a minute. You don't look... Who are you, sir? You don't look, you don't look familiar. You're a lot I'm of a replacement. In my I'm, I'm, the, I'm the Shane Falco of podcasting. Oh, no. Who? Ah, come on, it's from the old movie, The Replacements. It's Keanu Reeves reference. That's you can why I IMDb it later. If you listen to the last show, you know that I'm not really a Keanu Reeves fan. So <laughs> obviously, you didn't listen to it. So I don't know why we're having you as a guest co-host. <laughs> we have uh, this. Do you guys don't know? In case you guys don't know, Jacob is not here, and we have Ben Neiman sticking in, or sticking in, uh, filling in for him from Make for Life Workshop. Hey, everybody! There you go. That's Thanks it. for having me. Pretty good. How you doing, bud? I'm doing okay. I'm doing good. all right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you cool? You cool enough? Man, it is. I, I mean, I you're in South Carolina. No, I'm in North Carolina, you're and I don't. I don't cool. mind the heat so much, but the humidity. I'm. I'm too fat for humid weather. So, you, I'm. Have uh, you seen this? I'm a, I'm a sweltering pig right now. <laughs> have you seen this? I, I just walk outside and I'm. I'm pitting already. But yeah, yeah. So Jacob had to work this week, all this week. So you know, he's a big, important chef guy, the guy. You know, so he has got to, got to do what he's got to do. But we got a, a good uh, co-host, guest co-host for tonight. So Ben, thanks for coming on. I think you were like one of the first guests that we had that hit two hundred. I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Got to go thank you. Resume with that real quick. So, yeah, I mean, no, I'm glad to be here. I love the podcast. Love, you know, love you guys' lineup. You guys, you've had some uh, some big names on here tonight, notwithstanding. And uh, I'm looking forward yeah, we to got, uh, we got a big one tonight. <laughs> yeah, I love this. I love our I love our guests tonight. They are awesome. Well, speaking of our guest, so our guest hails from the great state of Louisiana. They actually come from New Orleans, and they will be able to tell me if I'm pronouncing that correctly or not. Or the perfect way to, because I got to ask because my ex-wife told me I need to pronounce it a certain way or I'm going to get my ass kicked by the local natives. Uh, they own their own metal shop. Uh, unfortunately, they are married. I mean, well, fortunately for them, unfortunately for the single people out there, they are an actual Cajun with the French name to go with it. And speaking of the French name, you will screw it up most of the time, but I will not because she told me how to pronounce it. And our guest this week is the one and only Randy Obey. 
Hello. Hello, Brandy. Obey, oh, you got it right. Nailed it. I've been practicing it all week, so, you know, didn't want to get spelled. Good. You also pronounced New Orleans correctly. However, <laughs> I'm not from New Orleans. I'm from about two hours west. That's close in a, in a Yeah, in a small town called Brobridge near Lafayette. The thing about Louisiana, though, is that if you're not from Louisiana, it's all New Orleans. Yeah. yeah. Pretty much. yeah. <laughs> Those pretty people much. in New Orleans talk funny. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. They, well, I tell you, it's a, you can go 15 to 30 minutes in any direction here and people's accents sound very different. Yeah, I, when I first met you, uh, well, a little background, Brandy and I actually met at um, MakerCon. Why do I want to keep saying that? <laughs> says I should, Jacob told me, dude, we need to have a MakerCon. And I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we made a WorkbenchCon 2020 right before the world fell apart. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I didn't know who Brandy was. She was just this fun outspoken person in a pair of uh what what are they My not good old dickies coverall that's it dickies <laughs> dickies just walking around dicky cover dickies man i can't say dick i mean ease <laughs> <laughs> any sponsorship you were going to have is now gone no what about totally me gone. dickies reach out <laughs> dickies. dickies um brandy wants you to sponsor her Mm-hmm. And she's she's always wearing them. So always. if anybody from uh, Dickies is listening, oh look at the puppy! Yeah, my dog's deciding to join us. Oh, right I thought you were oh. talking about your dog. I'm sorry, you guys can't see this, but uh, Ben's uh, dog just came in, and she or he is kind of old. Looking. Yeah, we've got a 12 year old uh, light golden retriever. She's already a light enough color as it is, but now that she's turning gray, she's uh, she's about to turn fully white. Oh, sweet girl. You see that Look face? So cute. Yeah. Uh, anyway, let's get back to Brandy. Because she's cute, too. In her own <laughs> Not that kind of cute. But, okay, so, Brandy, I have to ask, because you're on, my ex-wife, the know-it-all that she is, and mm-hmm. luckily she does not listen to the podcast, as far as I know, don't really care, but she told me that I'm pronouncing New Orleans wrong. It's supposed to be pronounced Yawlins. Oh, I don't <laughs> say Yawlins. Yawlins. Maybe uh, I don't really know anyone that says Yawlins. Yawlins. McConaughey, I'm pretty sure it says <laughs> it that way, but I think that's a trope. <laughs> we always say New Orleans. I dated a guy from a town near, right outside of New Orleans for a long time, and he, he had a he had an accent. You think I have an accent? <laughs> he, uh, but he'd say New Orleans. Yeah, close enough. He had a um, yeah, he had a, sp- a specific accent. Well, that's a, that was the first thing that uh, when I met you and we we sat down and had uh, drinks with who was it? You said we said earlier. Was oh, I think Ethan? it was Ethan and um, uh, Nick. Nick from Build That Build. Yeah, I think Ellen Little Bear Furniture and Bear Richard Furniture, yep. Day, 42 Fabricate. I think they were all around the table. Yeah, we were all just, I mean, just, hey, we I were was, having a good time. I was floating. I was a floater at the, uh, I was all the, over uh, the place. Yeah, you were. Busy. I, was, I, I got the, and the funny thing about it is, 
I didn't know who you were. Like I said, I just thought you were some, you know, woman walking around in overalls. And you probably then, thought I worked there. <laughs> well, true. I thought, like, um, her, uh, yeah, my, there's something wrong with my uh, faucet yeah. in my room. In my room. <laughs> <laughs> you look at that, please. Uh, just let me know, you know, what you found. But, uh, <laughs> but I, when I first, when you first, uh, we first spoke, I was like, wow. That's a weird accent <laughs> because it's a little French. I could tell it was Cajun a little, oh. but there's also a little Southern in there. Mm -hmm. So it's a, like a Cajun Southern draw. And I was like, okay, I had to sit there and listen to you for a little while, you know, for the, the syllables to make sense in my brain. Yes. <laughs> so, um, but you were telling me in the pre-show that um, something about popular mechanics. I don't really. Oh. There's something. Uh, you were something about that. I mean, you know, nobody knows what popular mechanics is. Right. You know. Well, <laughs> so back in November. Well, let me let me start from before that. So uh, the organization called Make 48. Um, put together and uh, in collaboration with WorkbenchCon, put together an, um, a three part event, separate events actually, that uh, featured YouTubers building, working on special projects for a charity. Um, so I had become friends recently with April's videographer, Justin, when he did a, a he came down to Louisiana over from Austin and did a video for his YouTube channel. It's called, was called uh, Me Maybe, right? It's called Me Baby is, the, is his, it's M-A-B-I-E. Um, for his YouTube channel where he features uh, many documentaries on makers. So he came down here and he had a blast in Louisiana and he's come back several times. Our family has adopted him. <laughs> he's awesome. <laughs> anyway, so I think maybe April was kind of discussing the pro upcoming project with him and She's like, hey, what about Brandy? And he, that's how it, ha that's how she chose me to pair up with her, which, oh my God, what an honor, you know? Yeah. So back in November, I drove out to Canyon Lake and we worked on this project together for um, our, our, um, our charity was the River Kelly Fund, which is uh, uh, Amber and Granger Smith. Granger Smith is a country music artist and they tragically lost their three-year-old son to a, a drowning accident. Yeah, so they started a, um, a fund in his honor where they, they actually, uh, they help out a lot of different, different types of you know, arts and education and um, veterans funds and you know, support for EMS and just, just a lot of different organizations, wherever they see fit you know, to donate money. They right. do it. So the idea was that we were going to build them a conference table for their for their place, you know, the conference the, room. Yeah. <laughs> However, they don't really work in an office. Their home is their, you know, is where they organize things. Right. So we built a table to honor River. The, the the little boy's name was River. We built a river table to honor his memory. And it was beautiful. We had several, um, several like total boat was there to help with the, the, the um, 
their expert lend their expertise for the epoxy. Very cool. And yeah, Bot was there to help out. I mean, wow, wow. <laughs> um, a Miller's rustic sawmill brought over this. I, I forget how old the piece of wood was. It was a, a piece of tulip wood cut down from a, a schoolyard. Um, let's see who else. Miller Welders was a sponsor. Um, that the base of the table was beautiful. Like, oh, thank aside you. From the fact that like river tables tend, even if you kind of get it okay, like they tend to be beautiful. And, and you guys was was already gorgeous to start with, but I loved the design and the execution oh, that you guys pulled off you. on the table base. You know, I sat I sat and sketched that design during one of the one of the many hurricanes we we had last last year. The power had gone out, so I was like, let me let me start kind of sketching some designs. Now, of course, we didn't know. I had, you know, communicated with Amber, who, who is Granger Smith's wife, about what they were looking for, you know, what did they want to include, what sort of look they were going for for the base. I didn't, you know, I knew that they were building a farmhouse style uh, yeah. home. So, you know, I worked with her a little bit. Um, and then I sketched out the design, I presented designs to her. But of course, when I showed up in November, we hadn't seen the slab, the actual slab of wood. Of course, it's an organic mm -hmm. piece of wood. There was a big crook in it. It curved, you know, in all sorts of ways. But we, me and, we, we worked so really well together. We adapted, you know, we redrew what we needed to draw, figured it out, and it was great. Yeah. It was such a, I mean, 48 hours to build <laughs> that, that table. Wow, that was uh, so start to finish. That thing was 48 hours. Yes. Yes. No kidding. I, is yes. that, so I, I'd like to, you know, just to back up and ask a question real quick. The, sure. so the maker 48, is that kind of their, is that their deal is that you have 48 hours to build a project? So, so the, the, the normal events that make 48 puts on, um, that they just completed one. Where was it? Oh, and Izzy Swan was there. And so was Crow Creek. Yes. Uh, they were just, just this weekend had an event, Wichita think anyway they have different events around the country and they call for teams to come i think it's four teams and the teams have a panel of experts to help them out they have tool techs and just experts in different a variety of uh, different areas and they present an idea and they try to execute the idea and eventually hopefully like they'll have patent lawyers on on site to help them so eventually they'd like to ultimately take their idea to market. So it's kind of a, you got 48 hours to kind of hash out the, the idea. Yeah. And I guess build prototypes. So, but this was the uh, YouTuber, the maker series. So uh, Izzy, Bobby Duke and Megan from uh, Aloha. And then April and I did the second one and Jimmy did the, the last one. Yeah. Super cool. Yeah. So really each, good. each, so popular mechanics and paired uh, make 48 paired up with popular mechanics and they have, they were featuring each of the projects in subsequent issues of the magazine. And this month was the project that April and I did together. So it was exciting. <laughs> Tell me about like the first moment when you, when you find out like, Brandy Obey is going to be in Popular Mechanics. Oh, like, that's not an insignificant moment in a maker's life. Uh, no, I was like, Brandy's been in bigger things. Yeah, uh, 
no, I don't think I have. Uh, I was like, oh my God. But I was like, okay, I won't believe it until I see it. You know, I'm, I'm yeah. not, a, you know, well, we'll see. Maybe it won't happen. What if it doesn't? I don't know. Everything, I'm like that about everything. Like, well, I don't want to get my hopes up. But so, uh, yeah, sure enough, <laughs> it's there. Are you kind of like, do you like happy dance around the house or are you just like, okay, cool. Grab a cocktail to celebrate. And then you move on to the next thing or like, how, that, how, yeah. do, you, how do you process have, that kind of information? No, usually I have like a little hit of joy, like, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, oh, real, real high excitement. And then it's just business as usual. Work. <laughs> I was Actually, I had been checking. So I have the digital, uh, the popular mechanics app. And I had been waiting for the next issue to come out. So I was getting my hair done and I, I was at the salon and I, I opened it up and I was like, the new issue. So I immediately <laughs> downloaded the, the digital copy and I, I'm flipping through, not pages, but swiping, you know, pages, yeah. pages, pages. And uh, there it was. And then I was like, <laughs> so yeah, right I was on. excited. And then my sister got, I, I know there's a video on, or there was on Instagram. I couldn't find a, a copy of the issue around here. So I was like, well, oh, I found them on eBay. So I was like, oh, well, I'll just wait. But my sister came through. She went to the next big city and found one and gave nice. it to me. Yeah. Where's the girl. next big city? Mobile? Which is Bat Baton Rouge. <laughs> yeah, <Okay>. Mobile. <laughs> yeah. Like Mobile. I'm about 45 minutes from Baton Rouge. Yeah, anyway, long that was a long story long <laughs> about how we ended up there. <laughs> Well, that is pretty awesome. I can't. Uh, congratulations, by the way. Thanks. That is a big honor. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty. And that pretty kind awesome. of leads me into a question. So, how did? And this is probably answered before, but just in case, um, how did Brandy or Obey Studios come to be? I mean, I we know. If, if for the listeners that don't know, Brandy likes to work in metal. She does some woodworking. But it's very, mostly metal. Some. Very, yeah. Yeah. And she scared the crap out of me once uh, because our good buddies over at um, Because We Make had a challenge. It was their first challenge. And <laughs> Brandy's making this chandelier. And I honestly thought that was going to be your entry. <laughs> and I think I messaged you and go, that's it. I'm not even going to try. Oh, you did. Yeah. Did. Like, is that your entry? Because I don't want to get in if that is. I'm like, no, this is for a customer. Like, oh, thank God. <laughs> I know. I, I don't ever get to have fun. I just, I'd been doing so much custom work. I just didn't have time to. You should have you know, entered it anyway. I guess so. <laughs> no. Like, here, Vince, here's mine. <laughs> and he was like, uh, yeah, here's all the prizes. <laughs> Well, I don't know about that, but it was it was pretty, um, and and that kind of brings me to well, it, and you were the first female metal worker that I've ever met. Oh, yeah. So I mean, it's it, it mean it is a traditionally man's field. Oh yeah, and I really <laughs> and I really like that you're in it because I mean, yeah. I've yeah. worked in shops with them with, you know, yeah, I have a long history. <laughs> but I mean, it just shows that 
you know, it doesn't matter what sex you are or what orientation, whatever. If you put your mind to it, you can do whatever yeah. you want to. You I know, couldn't quit I mean, it. <laughs> I just couldn't <laughs> quit it. <laughs> do you do you have like a um like a I don't know like a project or like a technique or just like something that like if you have to walk into like a room like full of like that like the alpha male personality and you just want to show them like no I belong here like what would what would it be that you would like you know whip out just kind of like stake your claim in yeah. in that circle. I don't. I don't. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't really have have that. I don't because you know why? Like as I've gotten older, I don't care. What yeah. it doesn't matter. You know, it doesn't matter what you think. You do your job. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do your job too. <laughs> well, it's it's such a cool answer because like I mean I don't know I, I value that from any maker regardless of like the form or you know w- whatever the qualification is here right gender age or anything like that like the the fact that like your work speaks for itself yeah you don't have to go in there and like put yeah. it on a, on a pedestal to make it stand out or anything like that's that's a really cool yeah you know, I don't have to, I don't have to prove your craft yeah just sit yeah, I would back like and to, watch <laughs> I would yeah. love to see the day where you know you meet Brandy you know five six years from now. Like, hey, what do you do for a living? I'm a welder, pretty much. I, you know, make things and like, oh, that's cool. And they don't think twice about it for you being a female. Yep. Yep. It's just that that's the way it is. Yeah. You know, know, that's what you do. Okay, cool. You know, it's just like when men were nurses. Right. Right. I mean, it was your traditional female role. And my father still does it. (laughs) He's still because he's 87. Yeah. He gets to the hospital. He's like, doctor, doctor, like, dad, that's a nurse. I went, yeah. yeah, they have male nurses now. And he's like, what the hell is the world coming to? I'm like, you're 87. <gasps> Crazy. Yeah. You know, it's just, you just got to give, you got to understand. Yeah. But, you know, that's, that's the day I'm hoping for that, you know, yeah. so you tell somebody and they just, oh, that's cool. You know, and yeah. Holy no, God. not really? without, no, really, no, but what, what do you do? Like, oh, what do you do? You know, baker, what do you, what do you, you know, what do you, I'm like, oh, it's fine, whatever. You, you know what? <laughs> it does, I bet it, it does, I bet it does feel good when you get to tell, or when I'm, you know, one of the burly men or wherever you want to call it, you know, ask you, hey, what do you do for a living, darling? Uh, first off, I'm not darling, <laughs> and I'm a welder. What? Women don't weld. Well, this one does. Yeah. You know. You want to see? <laughs> How do I shop? It's probably bigger than your house. Yeah, probably so. <laughs> yeah. So the way I started was, let's see, I went way back in. So my dad is a welder. However, he wasn't, he's a good guy. He can make anything. And he's, he's one of those engineers without a degree, you know, just... Graduate high school and just work. Yeah. Um, so I was always around people that made, my grandfather made, my grandmother made, used to make, like my aunts were all, all handy. My mom would sew a, a lot of our clothes. Um, so I don't know. I guess I was exposed to a lot of makers growing up. And um, when I got to, and I was always, well, I was always the handy kid. I remember I had one year for Christmas, I got a, um, a little wooden toolbox with little mini real tools. Mm-hmm. Like that was my favorite toy. And I took the, uh, 
they had like a little blade in there and I scribed handy brandy on the uh, <laughs> top of the uh, top of the toolbox. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, my mom would come to me when things needed to be fixed. Can you fi- can you look at this? Can you because fi- I liked to figure things out and whatever. And so would behold coming later. You became you came on figuring it out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You know, oh, meta. <laughs> see, see how uh, the future always comes to a no. Head. Anyway, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no. And and then I got to college and didn't know what the hell I wanted to do with my life. Uh, I spent the first year as a undeclared science major, which was fine. I like science. I love science, but I don't know. You know, you hand a 17 or 18 year old kid a catalog basically and say, here pick out the rest of your life. You know, I, I don't know. I, I, you know, I felt called almost to go to trade school, but I had, you know, I had scholarships and two, right. you know, my tuition was going to be covered. So I'm I, pretty, I'm pretty sure I mentioned this when I was on before with Jacob, but I remember when I was in high school in like the nineties that they were, they were vocational tech classes but mm-hmm. the, the stigma was that those classes were for the kids who just weren't good students. Exactly. Like they weren't smart enough yes. to be in the regular school. Yes. So go tech. And yes. on, honestly, like I wish I could go strangle my 15, 16 year old self and just drag myself into those classes and yes. say, like, learn a craft, learn a skill. Even if it's something you won't do anything with, t- turn that part of your brain on. Or it should be it should be a required elective. You know, yes. I know they, they'll re- they require art in a lot of places. Um, why not woodworking or why not? Yeah, pick, pick a, a, you know, handy skill. You know, so I'll, I'll, make a, I'll make a comparison to like today. And, and my kids are in a charter school, which is like a privatized education, but it's like public funding. So it's, it's somewhere between like public school and private school. Okay. Um, my, my son today just started robotics camp. And like, he's out there designing, wow. like he's going to be 3d printing parts to a robot that he will build in a week. And I'm like the, I'm so, I'm just so happy that the kids today are getting pushed into more of these like STEM and steam activities yeah. where honestly, like as, as the three of us were probably growing up, that was like the dumb kids did that stuff. Right. You know, when I say dumb, like air quotes, dumb kids, like, and, and I promise you, those kids have gone on to be far more successful <laughs> than a lot of people who wouldn't who wouldn't walk in, you know, across the threshold of a, of a STEM class at one point. Yeah, I can't, I can't even imagine. Like, I only, I was only required to take one art class. I only took one art class before I, I went to college and ended up in an art major, but that was it. You know, you have to, if I was on the track for college, then you have to take all these college courses. Yep. But I would have been a different person. You know, I yep. wasn't exposed to any of that until much later. And oh my God, robotics! If they would have had that, oh God. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, yeah. and that's the thing is, like you know, I, I I remember when I was growing up, it was like I just had a workshop at my disposal, and it was go make mistakes, go go break some stuff. Wood is not that important, you know. Like <laughs> go tear up a whole bunch of two by fours trying to figure out how something works, because it it honestly, again, even if you're not doing that as a career, it's a different part of your brain than exactly. just sitting in a class exercising rote memory of facts and figures you know it's just it's so different yeah absolutely i was on the receiving end of the other end of that um i was part of that 
hey, really only the the not bright kids go there. You know, if you're not doing well in school, that's where you go. Because yeah. does it take that, you know, but that's how I was raised. And, you know, it's unfortunate, you know, but uh, one of my buddies, he owns his own concrete plant now wow. or concrete business, you know, but he never went to the, the Botech for that. Hmm. He just, I don't know, somehow fell into it, but it's, you know, and he probably made a better living than I did. Yeah. 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 I don't know. Some people just, I don't know. So what were you doing in college before you, uh, you know, so I was, yeah, my mom. So my mom worked at the university I I attended and um, the new fall catalog came out one year and, (laughs) and she's like, Ooh, they have a, a, a new major. I really think that this is you. And she was right. It was industrial design under the College of Art and Architecture, product design. So uh, I was in there for, and so it it was a pretty fairly new curriculum. Um, I was in there for, I was in my third year, second semester. And I was like, this isn't going anywhere. (laughs) Like they didn't require any AutoCAD. They didn't require like nothing. Like, what are we, we still in La La Land over here. What are we doing? Like, this is not going to prepare me to go work at a, a design firm. And I loved it. Don't get me wrong. Right. I wouldn't trade what I, what I got from that for anything. So I was like, I got to graduate in, uh, you know, a year and a half. I don't have time to start over. So I just I switched to general studies and, you know, did what I had to do. But I did take some business courses, which I ended up loving. I didn't think I would. Some entrepreneurial management and whatever. So I got out. And then I just started working. But one of my classmates from college in industrial design uh, and I, we started dating after college and he was through college. He was working at a, he was working with a man and they re- would restore classic cars. So he had a, um, he had a welding machine in his garage, just a, one of those little Lincolns from um, Lowe's you know okay he's like you want to you want to learn I was like yeah so uh I did like he just was like you just gotta set it right and just you know he's like there's nothing I can really can't show because he wasn't a professional either right but I just started messing with it and when I tell y'all I don't remember like getting to where I am now I just kept doing it and kept doing I immediately started making furniture Hmm. immediately and then that was it. Talk about for a moment, like, cause I'm sure you've had them, but like, this is, this is where I think a lot of guys like myself who are kind of hobbyist makers trying to like push into the next phase of taking it full time. Like when you hit the wall and you're just like, oh my goodness, what did I do with my life? Like, how did I end up here? And like, how do you get through that? Like next phase like how do you how do you just where I guess like where do you find the like the will to just like keep pushing well what so I oh since I since I learned so I've always always just done it on the side part-time whatever I've always had a job I think you know being too scared to go all in you know and then I didn't really have a a shop of my own yet at that time of course and then we broke up 
<laughs> but my dad, you know, my dad saw that I was very interested in it and good at it. So, you know, for Christmas, he's the one that got my, my very own first uh, Miller machine. Mm. He was a Miller guy, Miller yeah. welders. Reach out, Miller. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then, you know, the next year was a helmet and the next year was a, a torch rig. And then, you know, and then then I met my husband and then every every holiday after, since we met, it's been a tool or, a you know, something. Is your husband a maker, too? No, but he's he's a handy guy. OK. Yeah, yeah. cool. He helps with installs and, and yeah, whatever. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, the one but I guess so, I guess he is a maker. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, we should have him on sometime. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get the dark side of Brandy. Yeah, the other, the other, the other side. Some people would say the actual truth. Yeah. <laughs> I'll I'll tell you about her. He's gonna go missing if that happens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So. That, you know, you were talking about this earlier and you said you were, you know, kind of scared to make the jump. So, I mean, you, you told us about, you know, getting tools for Christmas, but when did you actually go, you know what, screw it. I'm, I'm doing it. I'm going to open a business and here we are. Uh, that was about in 2015. Uh-uh. Yeah, maybe. So that so I graduated college in 1999. So that was a long time ago. <laughs> so I've always worked. I just kept working, working, building, working, building. There were times where I'd leave jobs and just do that for a while. But then I was like, too, I don't know, too scared or not, not like, you know, still being a young person. I wasn't, I didn't set I roots not, down. Didn't have the confidence in yourself. Maybe I didn't or... have the confidence, um, you know, or I don't know if, I don't know. I'm just too afraid to, to say this is going to have to pay my bills. And, you know, I don't want to be broke. I don't know. So I started, I, I started the quote business, but you know, I always kept where I like right now I'm an art teacher. Gotcha. So, yeah. So I'm on summer break right now. <laughs> and I'm for making. Oh, but what kind of like, talk about that a little bit. Talk about the art teacher side of things. If so the, like, this, yeah, this is crazy. So I was, I, I spent a long, I spent the last six years working at a, um, a plastics manufacturing plant in, and I did every, I did a little bit of everything over there. I was a tool setter. I worked in the machine shop sometimes. I, ooh, what else did they have? Oh, an operator. So, and I liked it and I, I was in quality quality assurance because I'm a perfectionist <laughs> so uh, we've seen your work yeah <laughs> yeah uh, you you're not gonna have it fast you'll have it good <laughs> so so this is gonna this is gonna really expose me and I'm, I feel like I'm not letting you answer your question yet but like this is gonna expose me as being the the dunce here in the group but like are you telling me like you're not a full-time maker like I'm not a full-time maker that blows my mind your work is so good Oh, thanks. That, no, for real. Like I, since, since I heard the name Brandy Obey and, and started following you along on Instagram, I, I thought for sure that you were like full time in your craft and like just running your business. Oh. I, I, I had no clue that you were. I was, I was the same way. Look, if I'd have been doing this every day for the last 
whatever, 20 years, I'd be dangerous right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah, so, and then I was, I just, I don't know, I wasn't happy there anymore. Um, and a, a position popped up at my son's school, actually. And I, I applied and I got the job. So I'm uh, molding the minds crazy. of our, our youngsters. All I can imagine is a bunch of young kids with like Miller welders. Like, <laughs> Wouldn't that be adorable? Because <laughs> I teach it. It's an elementary, element, K through eight. Yeah, K through eight. So yeah, the little ones, I show them the, the first day of school. I showed them the video that, that Justin did of me. And they like, they notice everything. It's so cute. That's know. cool. And you and you what what is the why is those sparks? What what is and I say, well, what I'm doing is melting two pieces of metal together. That's called welding. <laughs> so it's cool the little kids get to see they, something they've never seen before, you know? Yeah. They've never seen that. Did and I always make sure to keep the kids up to date. I will make a slideshow the latest thing I've done or the latest piece of work or, you know, and it's, it's cooler when you have the older ones asking Miss Brandy, how, how do I do what you do? What do you have to study? Like, what do you, I think it's nice. I'm like, you don't have to study nothing. You just do it. That's excellent. <laughs> yeah. Do you have a degree in education? No, no, no? degree in education. Hmm. No, you're giving me ideas. Sorry. I, I also like to teach. I had my uh, little cousins over here uh, the week this past week. Um, uh, I moved to Pennsylvania recently to be with my dad, help him out mm -hmm. uh, in a massive hole of depression. And yeah. I, I didn't want any. I didn't want to do anything. I just that was overwhelmed with everything that had to be done. Yeah. So I called them up, and it it kind of got me. Hey, these kids are looking forward to coming over. You can't disappoint them. So mm -hmm. it got me. And last week was a beautiful week outside. Today was like the first horrible summer day, if you want to yeah. call it that. <sighs> but I was teaching them how to use a hammer and use a chop saw and just different kinds of tools. And I would tell them, look, no matter what anybody says, you do what you want to do. That's right. You know, if, if you want to be an underwater welder, be an underwater welder, you know, yeah, be the best one you can. Exactly. And, you know, you, you don't know what you don't know. These kids don't know if that exists. Yeah. You right. know? And that, that goes back to what I was saying earlier about the way that the kids are a lot more privileged today in the trades just being cool. Because like mm -hmm. he's laughing at somebody wearing coveralls and holding a welder anymore because like that's a baller job and like yeah. programming like all the like the little nerd kids went on to start Facebook and Twitter and now they're like ultra billionaires and all this kind of stuff like it's it's really cool to know all of this like really nerdy stuff and <laughs> that's right we're, we're, our world is all the better for it too you know you want to know something crazy when uh, Steve Jobs and what's his name out there in Washington. I was like five, 10 years behind them, but I was a computer engineer my first year and a half in college. Oh, and wow. can you imagine just, it could have, instead of Apple, it could have been Steve. That's right. <laughs> you don't know, but it was not what I wanted to do. Yeah. 
And that's I didn't want to. I didn't want to do engineering. I should have. My my uh, counselor tried to talk me into doing a double major in mechanical and design. I'm like, are you insane? <laughs> you know I'll never leave school. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh no. If if only we knew then what we know now, right? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly oh, yeah. right. I would be rich. I don't well, know. Is, is Yahoo. Well, I got. Oh, I'm sorry, Steve. I got to say, Yahoo and Google. <laughs> that would be it. Yep. Go back in time. Come up. Yep. I, I've got a I've got a burning question for you, because because like I said to you, to you guys during the pre-show, like this is my I've never hosted or even co-hosted a show. Like me being on this podcast before is my is my full like podcast experience. So I, before we came on about like four or five o'clock this afternoon, I was talking to my wife and I was like, I don't know what to ask. Like I don't know what to say. I don't know what to talk about. Like what should I ask? And she's like, well, you know, like, how'd you get started? And I was like, no, 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 no. I don't want like the normal, like give me something like out of the box. So my wife wants to know, and this is why I love my wife. Like, what are your like shop snacks? What are your <laughs> shop music? Like what, what is it that like when you're, when you're working, like getting creative or, you know, being busy, like what are the things that you kind of keep around that aren't necessarily like oh, your tools? Yeah. That's a good Here question. You, you dance around the shop, don't you? Me? Yeah. No. No? It's too hot. It's too hot. <laughs> I'm into that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. I know. I, I'm not a big. I'm not a big dancer. Although my family's very musical. My yeah, sister was nominated for a Grammy this year. Wow, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. We got to go back to that because I didn't believe. I didn't know she was that good. Well, so there, I'm just gonna have her on. Just have yeah, me, have you both on. <laughs> I'll have you as a guest, uh, you know, we'll have three co-hosts and then we'll have your sister on and then we can all ask questions. Right. Well, you're going to have to edit out the fighting and the argument. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding, Callie. Hi. If you listen, if you listen, she probably won't. I deal with Jacob, so. (laughs) Well, they, they, um, so it's the, their group is called Sweet Cecilia. The actual small town that I'm from is Cecilia, Cecilia, Louisiana. And their dad, uh, so it, I'm sorry, it's the band is my sister and our two cousins who are sisters there. So a pair of sisters and my sister. And uh, the g- other girl's dad was a very well-known Cajun musician. He played, the wor- he played around the world playing traditional Cajun music. That's how he made his living. And he passed away suddenly. And uh, he was also nominated for a Grammy in the early 90s. Of course, like these, these categories of Grammys have changed throughout the years. But when he was up for an, a nomination, he was under the folk category, which in the same category as Bob Dylan, I think, at, at, at that year. I, this year, they were the regional roots category. So they made a, an album of some of his songs reimagined in their style. So that's, that's what they cool. were nominated for. Yeah. Great. Like, well, we, here, but we she can have, have, yeah, she can have her Grammy. I'm in popular mechanics. <laughs> hey, there you go. But <laughs> that kind of brings up another question. Wait, uh, hang on. I got to get the snack. I got to get the snacks answer. My wife. Oh, will, your wife oh, will, yeah, I got to know what it is. Like, what's Obey snacking on down in New Orleans? Okay. I try. Okay. It's very hot here. So I really don't like to stuff myself too much because it's mm-hmm. just misery when you, you ate too much. So I like for a snack, I like 
like I'll I'll chew sunflower seeds during the day. There we go. <laughs> and I like a I love to have an iced coffee around. Yeah. And then when it once it hits about six o'clock, a, a beer or something at <laughs> <in> the shop. <laughs> yep. Yeah. What are you drinking tonight? You said you had a cocktail going. Oh, vodka and water. <laughs> vodka and water. Got it. Nice. Water down vodka. Clean. Yeah. Clean <laughs> with, a, with some lime juice. Mm-hmm. So basically water with alcohol in it. Yeah. yeah. Hard, hard water. <laughs> hard water. <laughs> it's not a soft drink. Nope. Well, I mean, you can't really, I mean, vodka doesn't really have a taste, does it? Not really. Not really. Yeah, I think that's why, yeah, I mean, uh, it, vodka and Red Bull used to be my thing. <laughs> yeah, it was like an antidepressant or a, a depressant and a and stimulant. An upper right. and a downer. Put it all in like glass. Yeah, my sister went through a, a phase where she would drink those and we would go listen to some Cajun music at a, at a, a dance hall and she would swing me so hard on the floor. <laughs> like we danced together and she'd be twirling me. I'm like, oh my God, no more Red Bull for you. <laughs> Awesome. Uh, well, um, so speaking of your sister, this is just a curiosity of mine. Would you consider your sister a maker? Uh, yeah, in some way of music. Yeah, sure. But that's what I was thinking. I mean, you don't have to be a woodworker or a metal worker. No. You know, I mean, right. she's considered a musician. Yeah. Uh, but it's also a artist. So yep. you're also an artist. Yeah. That's where you've been. I am just a you know, host on a very small podcast, but I'm still special in my own That's way. Right. You could I, be. Uh, so getting Steve, you, you, you have an interest in teaching. I do. I, I really, yeah, I really thought that was, I mean, I did it in the military. I loved it. But the thing that I couldn't stand about it would be those kids who just don't want to be there, don't want yeah. to listen. Yeah. That would. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You I mean, back in my day, you have a kid that doesn't want to listen. You took them out back and <laughs> they came in crying. You don't know what happened. Yeah. You know it what I mean? Be, it can be challenging, believe me. You know, I mean, but when I taught in the military, for the most part, they were there to learn. They may not be excited about it, but at least they were somewhat attentive. And, you know, they had to listen to you because of the chain of command. Mm -hmm. So, you know, they can get in trouble. Now, they, you know, I'm going to call your mom. They're like, yeah, so she won't do anything. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So what kind of, so you're an art teacher. So... And you said K through K through eight, right? Actually, pre K through eight, yes, yes. Pre K through eight. So, your let's just call it adult art is completely different from my interpretation of pre K through eight art. Exactly. So, what is that like? I mean, what are you what are you teaching the youth of today? Well, this year was particularly challenging Imagine because that, of yeah. COVID. Um, we'll just so skip this year. This didn't, year didn't really happen. Oh, it happened. <laughs> it happened. Did it ever happen? Um, so this year was 
challenging just because, and I know there are a lot of teachers that teach quote art from a cart, you know, that's mm -hmm. not really how our school's set up. We have a two-story school and no elevator. So I was carrying, you can appreciate this, Stephen, the, the year before that we met at WorkbenchCon, mm -hmm. they, they gave out huge Husky tool bags. That was my art bag. <laughs> I carried art supplies all across campus, you know, so I had to design projects that were transportable. I didn't want to mess with paint because I was going into someone else's classroom for a very short time. By the time I, okay, let's distribute everything or it's time to pick up. I don't want, I don't want to leave a mess in someone else's classroom. Right. So we would do a lot of, um, every grade was different, of course. Some draw, a lot of drawing exercises, some 3D stuff, some perspective stuff, just trying to keep everything minimal. And interesting. And interesting. How much freedom do they give you to sort of design your own curriculum? It, it very is very loose. It's a private school, so I'm not really held to the uh, state standards. Yeah, cool. Yeah, which I, I don't know. I, I'm sure I could, uh, we, if I had to stick to standards, I'm, I'd make it fun somehow, but yeah. That's the only way you can make school is fun. Yeah, but, and I, I really didn't, I didn't want to bog them down. I didn't want to make it art history. I didn't, I, I need to, but it was just so hard this year, guys. It was just, you know, when you're not in your own space and classroom, yeah, and I, I wanted to give the kids a break almost like this year's hard. They got to wear these masks all the time. We can't like the, a lot of their fun things were taken away, you know? Right. So I, I wanted art to be fun. Like, a. well, and art's, art's supposed to be so much of like an expression of yourself too, that like, mm -hmm. how do you get kids who aren't, you know, normally taught, like they're just kind of taught, like stay in line, do what we say, like, you know, just kind of follow along with everybody else. Like, it's a real big corner to turn. And I mean, it's a, it's a cool sure. age that they're like at eighth grade, they're probably like just then learning how to. And so you're kind of laying that foundational work for just the next when, person yeah, to kind of pick up. Early. Right. Just when they would be old enough to be able to express their individual <laughs> individuality, they don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Junior high. No. <laughs> yeah. They don't. So you can see the, right. They can, you can see the progression happening. Fourth grade. What happened to that nice little 12 year old? Oh, right. He turned into a horrible 13 year old. <laughs> yeah. All those damn hormones running around. Yeah. Because I have to say that I had an opinion of art prior to going to college. And I actually got my degree at the ripe old age of 46. Um, Good. But yeah, I went to college right out of high school. Didn't want to, but parents made me, you know, I've talked about my, uh, we've, we've already buried the hatchet about that one, um, but they made me go. And of course I failed out because I didn't want to. And then I went to work in the real world. And then I found out that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when you don't have, at the time I would have said an education. But now, being smarter than I was when I was 18, some kind of trade education. Uh-huh. Or experience, including yes. Including both yeah. of those. You know, because you do get educated in a trade. 
whether it's an apprenticeship or whatever, you know, it's just not going to work at Walmart or, you know, a warehouse, which is where I was working for five and a quarter, you know, and you yeah. just can't, but so, you know, we all change your mind, but I remember going back to college at the ripe old age of 43, 42, somewhere around there. I was old and realizing that, wow, art is fascinating. Some of it, I still look at it and go, I don't, yeah, get, I don't it. get it. That's it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't get it. I mean, the one that comes to mind right now is the stuff that I've seen about Hunter Biden. Some of that, I actually like, wow, oh, it's pretty I good. I'm not familiar with that. Some of it to me is actually pretty good. Other, I'm like, no, I don't think so. But you know, the banana that was duct taped to the wall. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh my that. gosh. Have you guys heard about the guy that sold the sculpt, the invisible sculpture? Yes. <laughs> if you, Brandy, if you haven't seen this one yet, just Google it when we're done. Okay. Invisible I'm writing this sculpture. down. This guy <laughs> made an insane amount of money, literally just taping off a square in the middle of some like Italian plaza. And just like, it's one of those things where if it, the intelligence on this guy is 10 out of 10, the creativity is 10 out of 10, and he literally did nothing and just bankrolled it. Mm. <laughs> it's incredible. That's, that's sort of like, uh, okay, I'm showing my age. Uh, I'm like, I don't get it. Like all these Oh, no. No, I'm NF saying like he was creative NFTs? enough to, to hoodwink these guys. Oh, no, no, yeah. But nothing. <laughs> like- what are NFTs? All this new stuff about blockchains, NFTs. I'm like, I have. I'm older. What's an NFT? Non-fungible. No. Yeah, you're right. Non-fungible. Yeah. What? It's it basically it's this. Steve. Transfer. You, there you go. If, if I were to sit down and design a graphic, an image on my, like a digital image, mm -hmm. you can buy the original. Now, a million other people can own a copy of that and have that same picture in the same way that you can sell prints of art pieces, but right. you can have the original. Now it is indistinguishable from the copies, <laughs> except for the fact that you basically get like a certificate or it's embedded with some kind of like information in the thing. But there are literally people making millions and millions and millions of dollars with these NFTs. And I, you know, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm going to get real good at, learning how to design graphics here real soon. Cause right? that's, that's my retirement. That's my, that's my parachute plan at this point. Is, <laughs> is it? You know, so the yeah. blockchain is the chain of ownership, right? Yeah. The documented. So in, yeah, in, sorry, go ahead. It's a documented chain of ownership of this digital piece of art. Is that right? It's right. Yeah. So it's, basically, right? it's the original is tracked by blockchain in the same way that Bitcoin is. So you can really, you could track down the original if you wanted to, but does it really matter when it's a, a, digital, a digital illustration? An exact digital Not really. <laughs> well, I mean, the only thing that I could say about that is when you create a document in Word, for example, right? It has a date created and it has all the data that goes with it. So, I mean, that could be an original document and it could be exactly the same except for the data. That's the only thing. You know, yeah. kind of like, a, what were those those uh, plates that you used to get with the authentic, the certificate of authentication? Or, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> plates or what was it? Um, 
that very famous artist about the oh crap. Anyway, I'll remember. About I'll say this if, if because this is something that like my my wife is a graphic designer and she my wife is a better graphic designer than I am anything. And so we've had a very serious conversation about NFTs and about oh, what they mean. Oh, yeah. Well, good. You're the perfect person to talk to. About well, this. now, here's the thing is, as it turns out, they're actually pretty bad for the environment. So like there yeah. it's a weird thing that like digital art could be bad for the environment. Right. But it does sap natural resources. It saps electricity. It saps all this kind of stuff. There's a, one, of my, one of our favorite artists to watch on YouTube is a guy named 1000. Um, if you're not following him, his artwork is so unique and so incredible. Plus, he, he as a YouTube personality is is just stellar, like top notch, like upper echelon in my YouTube subscriptions. He did a really good video about NFTs and then did a follow up video about why they're bad. And so I would definitely recommend if you guys are seriously interested or if, if any of the listeners are interested in kind of following up on this, go look up the video by 1000 where he discusses NFTs. I did. Yeah, I, I did finally listen to someone discuss how, how bad they are for the environment. I didn't, I was like, how I'm lost. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm like, I'm an environmental scientist and going, I don't get it. Cause I mean, I understand that they have to mind, you know, if you have a, you know, I was about to say a floppy. It's a right? new world, Steve. It's a new know, right. flying cars, <laughs> jetpacks, and everything. We're we're in oh, the Jetsons like, age. <laughs> you know, if you had a, a USB, um, what do you call those things? Um, yeah, a, a jump like a drive. drive. Yeah, thank you. Or an SD card or something like that. You know, I could see the material making that and the process making that could be bad for the environment. But there are so many other things that are worse. You know what I'm oh, saying? No, unquestionably. All right. But, the, but your common everyday person can't go tap like an oil well. You know, your common everyday person can download Affinity or Photoshop and start trying to manufacture NFTs and propagating something that's not very good for us all. Right. So let's see. Somebody made a bunch of money with a banana and duct tape and also <laughs> a canvas that was just red. That's it. It's the kind yeah. of stuff that like makes me legitimately mad. Like when I'm in the shop and I'm like, I'm having to go do some like anger therapy on some like pieces of wood with a hammer and nail. Like this is the stuff that I'm thinking about. <laughs> right. And your and your wife's over there making like beautiful graphic design and, <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm just like, shut it down. Shut it all she, down. Yeah. Now. She's not taping bananas to walls. <laughs> well, I guess that's what my buddy was doing in Pensacola is he was a graphic artist. And uh, he, he actually had some really interesting pieces where he took uh, profiles of somebody's face and turned turned it into a tree or a bush. Um, and I was like, ah, I could see the beauty in that. Hey, man, can I get a copy? He's like, yeah, 500 bucks. And I went, and I went click. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> you know, I just took a picture of it on like. But yeah, so I guess that was the start of it. That's uh, weird. That is one of the good things about working in like a physical medium is that it's so much harder to like, if somebody rips off my design and they, and they want to take like a thing that I've made and recreate it, I, I take that as a, as a compliment, I guess, but you know, they're not, they're not selling it as if it was my thing. People that, that, you know, just rip off digital illustrations and then use it, you know, for their own purposes, 
you know, not, not consulting the artist, not asking if it's okay. Or like, you know, there's a lot of websites where you can go get resources and they'll tell you like, do not use this commercially. And then I'll see it on a billboard. And I'm just, you know, that stuff drives me crazy because out there somewhere is a, is a graphic designer or an artist that should be getting paid better for their craft. And they're not because they're being stolen from. That's right. Well, I mean, this kind of seems like um, the, was it trickster Napster? Napster. Yeah. It's, It's almost like the Napster of today because of the digital media. I mean, back then it was audio, but now it's kind of like a, you know, it is stealing somebody's property. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I, I kind of look at it as a challenge. Like if you want to build something that I've built, like I struggled through it. So you're going to struggle through it. Right. And I, I can almost guarantee you, you don't have the same kind of willpower that I do to make sure that it works out the right way. And it won't look as good as the way I make it. Cause I'm like Brandy said, I'm a little bit more of a perfectionist when it comes to my own product. So if you want to buy a ripoff, that's fine. And in three months when it breaks, Come back and talk to me and you're still going to pay full price for it. Right. <laughs> right. Also, also don't come to me with a catalog and say, can you make this cheaper? <laughs> yeah. Don't do that. No. <laughs> so I, have a, I have a buddy of mine here in the, in the Wake Forest, like in the Raleigh area. He's a custom carpenter. He does a lot of built-in bookshelves, mantle pieces. Like he's, he's like in your house building permanent fixtures into your, into your uh, property. Mm. And uh, he said this to me one time. He said he got a quote for a, for a mantle. And uh, he came in and put down a number and they were like, you know, they they got the big wide eyes. They said, no, we can't afford that. And they told him no, had another uh, group come in and do it at a third of the cost. And then six months later, they called him and the, the, the group that had come in behind had done such a terrible job that it had literally ripped itself open. And they said, okay, we should have gone with you in oh. the first place. We already spent this much money on it. Can we get you minus that amount of money since we've already, and he was like, no, you're here's this is my price is still the price that you quoted it or that I quoted it for. And they said, yes. And they, they went ahead and paid for it. And it's just, it's just one of those lessons in like quality is going to cost you something. If you're looking for, for good work, like pay for it, but just pay for it one time. And then you want to get what you pay for. Right. I can't believe they would ask him to discount their mistake. Wow. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, you can. Yeah. I I guess I can too. What am I talking about? (laughs) (laughs) Like, yeah, people are stupid. But, uh, you know what's not stupid guys my linkedin account for this show that's not stupid so if you guys uh, you know the audience wants to go check it out uh you can uh, buy us a coffee there support us um on anchor and uh maybe get let get you know get lathed with one of our t-shirts um they're out they're new that was such a smooth transition that was like we that was so good <laughs> I know because I'm watching like the, the people listening can't see this, but like we've got a countdown going and mm-hmm. we hit like 59 seconds and Steve like expertly just like swirled into like the, the wrap up. That was that was incredible, Steve. I want to point that out. That was great. Thank you. Thank you. It's kind of <laughs> like I've done this before. <laughs> yeah, it's a, well, I did do the radio thing, but uh, it, yeah. thank you. I, I actually made my day. All right, Jacob. You're no longer welcome on the show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, Jacob. We can't, I can't replace you. You're irreplaceable. He listens, I think. He'll listen to this one because he's not on it. Uh, <laughs> Hi. Hi, Jacob. Yeah. Hey, Jacob. Hey, see who you missed? See, I was going to try and get you and Jacob together to do an in-person, you know, thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that would have been kind of cool. But he had to work, and I didn't realize you were two hours away from New Orleans. She lives in North New Orleans. 
North. <laughs> I live in West, West New Orleans, way. Northwest New Orleans. No. <laughs> Close to Texas or Arkansas. Right in the middle. Arkansas. That's funny. Who's above you? Arkansas. Yeah, okay. okay. Never been to Arkansas. <laughs> I have state. to stay. I have to stay south of I ten. Yeah. Yes. If I if I go north of I ten, the air's so thin. <laughs> I was gonna say you get really cold. I gotta stay below sea level, guys. <laughs> the mosquitoes south of I ten are the worst. Oh yeah. They're as big as pterodactyls. State bird of Florida. <laughs> well, actually, that is so funny. You should say that because one of the the very first thing, not long after I learned how to weld. Um, there was an art project in, in Lafayette, which is the, the larger town. Right. Um, so their icon was the pelican. And um, I turned mine in. I like cut it up into pieces. It was a fiberglass body. Rebuilt. I did, I did the fiberglass work on mine. Rebuilt the whole thing. Welded steel legs, wings, eye cages. And it was, I turned mine into a mosquito. <laughs> as in... The real state bird, because this pelican is yeah. the state bird. <laughs> yeah. So, oh. yeah. Oh, with that, friends, we got to take a break. We got to go hear one of my awesome commercials. Um, and we'll be back with the one and only Brendy Obey right after this. ID10T, come here. Yes, Lord Perfidious. I need you to find me a good quality cutting board and have it personalized. It's the Mrs. Birthday. Yes, sir. The Mrs. I thought that thing was burnt up. I can read your mind, you know. Right. Excuse me. I need to find a good quality cutting board for His Highness. Can you help me? Don't, Don't know, know why you came, came all this way. way. All you, you had, had to do is go to www.vincentmferrari.com and there you can find the perfect something for His Highness. Where is it again? Oh, you're such an idiot. That's www.vincentmferrari.com where his motto is custom for everyone. Honey Bond, I'm home. I went to Ferraris. <laughs> That's www.vincentmferrari.com. Once again, that's www.vincentmferrari.com. And we're back. Yep. Just me and Ben. Because Jacob decided to skip out on me this week. But you know who doesn't skip out on us? Our sponsors. Every week, they are there for us. So we just want to give them a shout out. Or I, or Ben, we can do it. I'll, I'll include you guys. Yeah, I'll, I'll put me on the shout out. Okay, uh, you don't sponsor us. <laughs> no, I'm saying I'm I'm shouting them out for sponsoring. Oh, okay. Your well, show. I'm gonna say, you know, I'm not gonna. You don't give me money. Look, man, this isn't my bus. I'm just a passenger. Hey, man, you're you're <laughs> on the show. You're the co-host. It is now part of your show, but you're not getting paid. Just wait till I tell my mom. She's gonna be so proud. <laughs> mom, guess what? I was on a highly not rated podcast actually we were number one in finland once hey i know that's awesome i couldn't believe it i'm like that's gotta be wrong like oh there's probably only one person but yeah we were supposedly number one in finland for how to who would have known 
Yeah, well, congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. We're like 248 in Australia. I wish I, I wish I knew a Finnish word for thank you, but I don't. <laughs> um, I think it's thank you. <laughs> Pretty sure. <laughs> they have a they have a weird language. If you actually stop and listen to it slowly, it actually sounds like English, but garbled. Or is kind of uh, like Cajun. Or that's Finnish. <laughs> no, that is Finnish. One of those Scandinavian countries. Yeah, it's pretty much the same, like, you know, Cajun. Like, are you speaking English? I hear words that I, you know, used to. Uh, but, yeah, we do want to thank uh, our sponsors. That would be uh, Vincent and Ferrari over at uh, VincentandFerrari.com. Marion Ward at the Creative Ward Gallery. Uh, Tony Langer from Langer Works. Uh, Dave from First Dude Woodworks and Jeff Stein, a weird guy. So we want to thank you guys oh so much for uh, helping us out and uh, bringing you a quality show with a quality stand-in co-host. Yeah, and I'm pretty expensive. So the fact that they're able to even afford me oh, says that you guys are doing the right things. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Thanks, Dave. <Or> Dave. <laughs> My rates just doubled. <laughs> <laughs> well, Two times nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. There you go. Uh, also, want to let you guys know stickers are in. Uh, I had a uh, printer snafu. So, eh, once I get that fixed out, they'll, I mean, I could handwrite them, but the post office would never be able to get it to where you guys are because they wouldn't be able to read what was going on. Uh, yeah. So, that's why I'm waiting for a printer. Uh, and don't forget the raise the bar challenge. We've extended the deadline, and that'll be July 28th. And uh, if you guys don't know what that is, I will let you know in a second when I find the paper. Damn it, Jacob, this is your job. Get it here to over what? Oh, there it is. Okay. <laughs> So uh, all you have to do is an alcohol display or the beverage display if you're, you're on the wagon. Um, it can be sitting, standing, or hanging. Must be two different materials. It could be wood, metal, epoxy, metal, who knows? Uh, just two different materials. Um, and it'll be judged on overall appearance, creativity, uh, difficulty, practicality, and we will have a viewer's choice. Uh, award and then you know, what we pick. So yeah, you have till July uh, 28th to get your entries in. If you guys want to do a uh, video, please send it to us or link us or share it. That way I can put it on our um, my YouTube channel so we can get that done. That sounds but fun. That, yeah, we tried. Uh, we do have two entries, so we did have to extend it. Um, I think it was just a maybe a bad timing, but yes. uh, we well, gave I think pe yeah, I think people are getting out and about more now. <laughs> We're free. We get to do. We're free. I know. And uh, want yeah, me to do a challenge? <laughs> oh, summertime too. Yeah, I guess people travel to the beach, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm on vacation. On vacation. Yeah, that's the, you know throughout th throughout the years, all I've done on quote vacations was work i was like that is the time that i'm gonna get in my shop exactly no i don't right rather than go sit on a beach i'd rather just stay home so my family was out of town for the few, last few days 
Um, and I just had three days to myself to do nothing else. And Whoa. it was like, I literally was either on the couch or in the shop. Oh, awesome. Literally nothing else happened except for like eating and a little bit of sleep. It was so nice to just have a quiet, uninhibited, alone yeah. time in the shop. Oh, yeah. No one's dirtying dishes. <laughs> there you go. No, somebody was, somebody in my house was dirtying dishes. That magic <laughs> table that makes all the dirty dishes disappear stops working with my wife's out of town. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that. that. That's hilarious. I have that cabinet that you put dishes in. And then you come down the next morning and they're gone and put away. What? Yeah. My yeah, dad I need a, a uh, I don't want to call her an aide, somebody to. Oh, yeah. Dig. She uh, gives me uh, some time to do things around the house. Uh, you know, give myself a break. Give me a break. Um, but she does more than I ever expected. So she'll do the dishes. And I'm like, you don't have to. But she does, so like ah, I'm not doing much, you know. So I'll do I'm like it's like having a wife without the fights <laughs> <laughs> about doing dishes. Yeah, I was gonna say and without the sex, but no, <laughs> that's pretty much you know, you know, like a wife. Right. Well, well, you know, once you're married a while, <laughs> married a while, you know what I'm talking about. I'm, I got I got three of them, so we don't have to. I got enough experience. Mm. Enough experience not to do it again. <laughs> All right. So we're back with Brandy because Brandy's awesome. He's going to be on the cover of Popular Mechanics, right? The cover. Next time. <laughs> Next time it'll be the cover. And then after that, she'll be on the cover of Life. Life. Hopefully not um, one of those tabloid magazines. No, that life is actual. I actually had to get a. When I first went to college, when I failed, uh, we actually had to get a subscription to Life, because that was part of the course. Oh. And for some reason, I couldn't cancel it for like four years. Does anyone subscribe to magazines anymore? I do. I. It's a magazine. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I have. Uh, I did I like right it. up until they started being more ads than, than content. Mm, if you, if somebody out there would put together like an honest to goodness content filled magazine, I'd pay double what I would pay for a magazine that comes in where it's 90% advertising. Like that Playboy. drives me crazy. Playboy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I read the pretty articles. It, I like, it, uh, nowadays won't even understand what that is. Ben. No, they don't need that anymore. <laughs> and you know what I'm even talking about? Oh, no, I know. <laughs> okay, I just want to make sure. I know you're kind of young. No, fully sure. aware. Okay. Just want to make sure. You they know, prefer, I'm, used to, I'm used to Jacob. They so prefer instant grat gratification nowadays, I guess. Yeah, you don't have to read a... What do they call those from... There was an article in Penthouse, wasn't it? The Penthouse Forum, that was it. Not that I oh. know what that is at all. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> I just I just got it for the articles. But <laughs> sure. Sure. He ripped out all the other pages. Yeah. Give <laughs> right. him my here, Dad. I don't need these. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Yeah, just the difference in what's going on in the world. So anyway, once I once again, we're back with Brandy Obey. So she's Hello. got herself another little cocktail. 
Um, yeah. Yep. Relaxing. The evening birthday. To, <laughs> it's your birthday tomorrow. So we all here at Makers Figuring Out wish you the warmest and happiest of birthdays. Yep. Oh, happy birthday. Let's make some big moves this year, guys. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So the, on that note, like what's, what's up for you next? Like what's, what's the future got for you? Oh man. Well, what I, what I really would want it to be, and what might actually be, might be two different things. However, but in, in the very, very near future, um, getting my shop cleaned up and reorganized. And, Amen uh, to that. Yeah. Get my plasma table fired up, uh, build a few things projects this summer hopefully I, I have had I've had I have an enormous list and it's stuff for me this time you know I've spent a lot of time doing custom work and putting all my projects on the back burner so I want to get a few of those done and then next month actually Justin maybe April Wilkerson and I are going to be traveling to New York for a few days I think we're going to go see Jimmy too Jimmy uh, while we're up there so that'll be fun very cool any Looking plans in the works for that? Or are you guys just going to kind of wing it when you get there? No, we kind of do have plans. Yeah, we have a, uh, we have people, Justin's going up there to film someone and uh, we're, we're, we've confirmed it with Jimmy, but you know, I, he forgets things. So it's, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of old. We'll see, but they, they've been busy shooting that Netflix uh, series. So mm-hmm. yeah. May, look, I'm telling you, this maker community, I may have made the best of friends with. Yeah. I know. It, it, well, wonderful. Really helped a lot of people out during COVID. It really did. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, it was definitely better than any other platform um, out there. I mean, Twitter, Facebook, yeah, what is it? Uh, TikTok, all that stuff. It, it's not the, you know, it's not it the same. Right. Create the friendship. No. I mean, I mean, I have a friendship for over a year with my co-host Jacob. That's not him right there. Uh, <laughs> and I've never met the guy. You know, I've never met yeah. pretty much most of the people that we've had on the show. You know, wow. Except yeah. for you. So I mean, it's kind of weird. But uh, uh, can't, you can't beat this community. You really can't. No, you can't. I really believe that. I mean, uh, we had uh, AJ and Melissa on two weeks ago. Very young couple, just into the maker community, maker space. And they're just like, this is awesome. This is, you know, great. And they were like, wow, we get to be on your podcast for the first time. You know, so we have a lot of firsts on this channel. You know, we were Ben's first. We were there first, you know, and now Ben's back as a co-host. Or fill in. Yeah, but I'm I'm nobody yeah. for anybody to put a measuring stick up against. I'm. You got promoted quick, Ben. Yeah, I know, man. And <laughs> yeah, man. Boy, were they wrong? <laughs> uh, no, you must have made a good impression. Yeah, well, he was the only one that could do it at the last minute. Yeah. I'm just kidding. tracks. <laughs> I could I could have maybe tried to do co-host and guest. You can ask yourself questions. Okay. So what's all right, Brandy, you're the, you're the host and the guest. What Mm -hmm. are you, what are you asking yourself? What this is, this is something I'm always, I'm always curious about. I ask the stupidest questions like in my brain, right? Like kind of things like who was the first guy that pitched the name Mountain Dew in a boardroom, right? Like we all know Mountain Dew as a brand. So it's all like normal to us, but imagine the first guy walking in with a suit and tie and saying, guys, I got a great idea. We're going to call it Mountain Mm -hmm. Dew. 
And then somebody else at the table went, yep, that's a great idea. Let's run with it. All right. That's just a picture of like the craziness that goes on here. So what's the question, Brandy, that like, or the questions that nobody's asking you that you wish people would ask you to get you talking about stuff? Oh, wow. You put me on the spot. I know somebody asked. You got 10 seconds. You're on a a countdown. I'm kidding. That part's not real. (laughs) So about about the stuff that I do or just anything? Whatever. Yeah, whatever. Oh. I have a question written down that exists. Pretty much exactly the same. I've Don't try to steal my it. thunder, Steve. I got it. <laughs> you did. You got it out. I'm not going to say it. In. Guys, I don't fight. I'm afraid to ask this that. the worst fight me and Steve have ever had. Ever. Also, the best fight we've ever had. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I get a lot of That's questions about my hair. Is it, re- is it natural? How do you do that? <laughs> it it's only... It is natural. I only took it only took me about 40, probably three years to finally figure out how to make it look decent. What's your secret? Because I can't still can't. Yeah, me neither. Oh, I'll have to make a video about it. (laughs) It's too long to do. So much detail. So much detail. (laughs) You guys have no idea. Yeah, but Ben, so the question that I actually had uh, as one of my you know fallback questions, if you want to say, if you were in my shoes, what question would you have asked yourself that I didn't? Hmm. Mm. See, it's kind of the same question, yeah. a little bit of a different spin. Yeah, that is, it's, a, it's an interesting question. I don't know. Like that's, it's one of those things. Like I feel like in the maker community, especially with the people that that you actually want to talk to, that you find a lot of this like like genuine humility behind people, or they right. it's hard to want to brag on the stuff that you're making because that's just not the maker community mindset for, for you know by and large at least. And so it's almost like you have to kind of pull stuff out of people to get them to brag about themselves. So that's kind of what, I mean. I guess I don't know, Brandy. Like, is there anything else? Like, what what, what project are you like? proud that you're working on at the moment or like have worked on recently like i know we've talked about the make 48 thing but like aside from that like what's the thing that you wish people kind of tagged when they when they think of that project they think of brandy obey well there's one that we talk about a lot i've talked about it on other podcasts before but other podcasts what i know i'm sorry i didn't want to tell you but (laughs) (laughs) you're not my first (laughs) As long as I'm your last, that's all that matters. You might be. <laughs> so, this one, now the film might just end. <laughs> so, um, it's come up a lot, and I don't think twice about it. But when people hear about it, they're like, what? So, I don't, behind me is our, our loft, I mean, in our loft area, and this, this whole rail, and there's a staircase down there that I made myself while I was good and pregnant for our son. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, because I, I, I had to. I had the plan, like, before we um, broke ground on the house, we rented, oh, we borrowed a camper, moved, built the shop first, moved our, the, the contents. have to do things. Well, of course. <laughs> <laughs> built, moved the contents of our, our rent house into that, lived in the camper so we could start working. And two weeks after we parked that camper on this property, we found out we were expecting. I'm like, oh, what the bleep? 
uh, I have so many projects planned. This staircase was one, you know, what, what am I, what am I going to do? But it was fine. I had a great pregnancy. I asked my doctor. He probably never had that question asked. As a, you know, he was an older man too. He's like, you want to what? You, can you what? Well, build a staircase. Can I, is it okay if I weld while I'm pregnant? He's <laughs> like, and then I have a, a cousin of mine, first cousin. We're very close. She's an OBGYN as well. So I didn't do anything without checking with her first, but I did weld this entire, entire staircase and handrail and uh, loft rail while I was pregnant. And my belly was not as, not as small as it was when we completed it. When I completed it, <laughs> we were installing the, the thing. I was getting close. So it would have been perfect. You're like, done. Gosh. Oh, I uh, think, yeah. <laughs> oh, wood, is it wood in like the Kumiko part of it? Is that mm-hmm. wooden? Yes. Yeah, so I, I just pulled up a picture on your Instagram. Yes. Yeah, so you can so see it from the other side, and that's beautiful. It is. So get this. So I, I love to, to antique and flea market shop. Mm-hmm. And this local flea market here in Bro Bridge, uh, I went in one day and it was one that I never, I never go to cause she was, she's not open when I was off to go anyway. So I, I see this is a six panel room divider. I'm staring Shut at it. You like, picked this up and built around it and did that whole rail. Yes. yes. That's insane. Yes. It was like almost perfect. I had to chop off a little bit of the feet. I still have three panels in my bedroom. That's wild. Brandy, that's beautiful. Because I want, I knew I wanted something like, so I knew we were going to have a kid. I didn't want a whole, I didn't want a ladder. I didn't want to entice, you know, I wanted to do some sort of infill, could not figure out what that would be. Would it be solid panels or would it be? And when I saw this, I was like, I must own it. <laughs> yeah. Come uh, and later on, I got to know the 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 lady. I taught her daughter. Uh, I taught a little maker class at a a, a local art center, and uh, the lady who owned the flea market said, "You know, I used I taught English in Thailand in the '60s, and she had brought it back with her." She said her daughter had it in her dorm room for a while, and then wow. she just decided to sell it. Yeah. I'm Perfect. such a nerd for like pieces that have a good story behind it. Yeah. If, if you can, if you can point at something and tell a story, I'm, I'm fully in. Oh yeah. So yeah, that's so cool. And, but like really every single piece of my house, I've either, except for the couch, that's the only new thing, but like our beds, tables, it's either flea market finds or I've made it myself. Yeah. Awesome. So, that's what poor people do. They make their own furniture. <laughs> <laughs> my grandfather used to do. That's how. That's how you. So did mine. <laughs> that's how you design, or like develop more makers. Is like that's just right. once people don't have money and give them tools. Because <laughs> I certainly cannot afford my own work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. I tell people all the time, like that's why I got into making is because I couldn't afford the stuff that I'm making. Mm-hmm. So I figured out how to make it, and then when I found out what people were going to pay for it. I'm okay. I'll take your money. Sure. That's amazing. I mean, you know, some, there was a cutting board that I saw on, what is it? Uh, Facebook marketplace. It was mm-hmm. like $800. I was like, what? 
you know, I'm like, it was, it was in green walnut, but I was like 800 bucks. What did you, is there gold in it or something? But, but when you find those, those clients out there that have, yeah. like, this is what I, so I worked in sales uh, during the pandemic. And, and one of the things that, that we were taught was don't spend your money. Like don't exactly. spend with your wallet. Like whenever you go to like sell a product to somebody, like don't spend with your wallet. Like just, you know, and that's the thing is like, not everybody has money. Like a lot of people like me are broke as a joke and, you know, are just making it right. But mm -hmm. there's people out there that have a lot more money than cents and are very happy to have custom work in their house. And if it's, especially like what we're saying with, if it's got a story to it and it, you can, you can really build value into your product without having to like feel slimy about it, you know? Right. I am not my customer. That's, yeah, that's what exactly. I always right. try to remember. Yep. That is a good, I never even thought about that because that would have, I mean, if I ever, when I get my shop done and maybe start, you know, doing craft fairs or something like that. Uh, I know we've talked about it on here. Vincent Ethan talked about it. It's underselling yourself. Right. Yeah. You know, Can't uh, do it. I'm, I will not do it anymore. I've done it for too many years, you know, what, what someone you, so what makes you finally go oh i'm gonna price this for what i think it is not for <laughs> how much i'd pay for it right to be to be honest is how angry am i when i'm done with the project <laughs> <laughs> you awesome. know if i'm just frustrated and i'm like oh and i'm only getting it you know then i'm not charged enough um no but Oh, I forgot what I was going to say. Well, so I, I hear that I hear Vincent Ferrari say this a lot is like, if you're, if you're getting too many yeses, you're not charging enough, right? Like it, if all that, you're getting yeah. is yeses, your prices aren't high enough. You should be getting a no every now and then. Um, the way that I kind of interpret that is just that, I mean, it kind of goes back to that same value of like, don't, don't spend the kind of money that you would spend on it. Like, cause you're, right. you're putting yourself into a piece. Like they're not buying the materials. They're buying right. your time and your expertise. Yeah. And that's that there can be a lot of value built into those things. Right. right. Anybody can buy the materials. They right. can't buy the artist. That right. Or the experience it, it takes to, to. Right. Yeah. They're buying the years that it took you to get to the point where you have the confidence even to put those things together. Cause exactly. I've, I, mean, I know I've had projects that sat on my bench for nearly a year just cause I was scared to approach it. And it took, just building up the smaller skills around it to get to the point where I felt confident enough to pick it up and, and finally just go ahead and get it done. Right. right. Well, yeah. Cause I mean, that happened to me. Uh, one of my first projects that I built was a jewelry box and the lady that I made it for, she thought it was a beautiful thing. And I'm looking at it going, man, I could have done a lot better. Of you know? course you did. Cause you're an artist and that's what we do to ourselves. Yeah, we we nitpick it really yeah. wasn't nitpicking. I was just like, no, I need to make her a better one. Oh, well, that's pretty much, you know, one of these days. Yeah. That'll probably be my first project in the shop. Maybe. maybe. Who knows? But yeah. I'm looking forward to getting my shop together. Well, that's, that's how we improve, though. We think we can do better. So we do. Yep. yep. Better every time. That's right. Better every time. So who's your best critic on your works? Best critic or worst? Because I'll <laughs> well, be the you're, worst. You're, you're, the, you're the worst critic. But who's the one that you look to for, you know, what do you think of this? 
you know, you bounce ideas off of. Who's your go-to person? Oh, well, the closest proximity would be my husband. <laughs> come well, out here. I need you to come see this. Right? Every <laughs> like, single time for me. <laughs> oh, I don't know what to do about this. And sometimes, you know, when you've been staring at something for so long, you can't see it for what it is or whatever. And yep. you just come up with a, the solution just off the top. Like, oh, of course. Perfect. Does it, yes. How infuriating is that, though, when your spouse just it's, walks out in two seconds, solves a problem that you looked at for two hours? <laughs> no. <laughs> my, my, and my answer for everything is, oh, I'll just sleep on it. Because a lot of times the, the answer does come to me. Yep. But yeah, you're right. <laughs> it's infuriating. <laughs> and sometimes he's wrong, completely wrong. <laughs> oh, I, yeah. I mean, I can't tell her that she's right, but she's right. <laughs> you got to tell her. No, she already knows. <laughs> the laws, the laws of marriage dynamics won't allow me to say that she, you know, was absolutely right all the time, but. But we don't give yeah. her, you know, overconfident. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's hard. Like I would reach out to someone in, in the maker community. It's just hard when they're not there to physically see it. You know, I'm always here, Brandy. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Nothing to do. My, my, my friends can solve all my problems. <laughs> what, I've, what I've found about that is that whenever I take things to like, you know, the maker community, I'm like, guys, I'm having, I'm really struggling through a thing. Like, apparently I just whine a bunch because they're just like, well, mm -mm. just get over it. And I'm like, oh, okay. And, I, and it actually solves a problem. Like just getting over it is good. And then, and then I'm, I'm rolling, you know? Oh, so a lot of my problems no. are just, uh, just me. <laughs> it's me. Yeah. No, I, I know a lot of my problem is I need to get out of my way. Yeah, my exactly own way. Right. Yep. Well, the one thing that was hardest for somebody to tell me was, Steve, you got to get out of your own head. Right. Yeah. I'm like, First off, I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? And it, they couldn't explain it. They're like, when you figure it out, you'll know. And, you know, shortly later, I figured it out. I went, oh, that's what they meant. Man, I hate you. Right. <laughs> yep. So since Jacob's not here, um, he always asks this question, so I'm going to do it for him uh, as uh, homage to my friend who is working his butt off right now. Over the listeners, where to find your guests? No, that's not it. Sorry. Ah, there it is. What does the future look like for Brandy Obey? Well, I would ultimately... I would love to have, I have a few products that I'd like to get out, you know, and I love, I love uh, manufacturing. I would manufacture the same thing day in and day out. I would. And I also do love custom work, the challenge of it, <clears throat> but that's the thing. It's a challenge, which is good, but you know, time. So I'd love to launch a product line and I'd love to go full time. Ooh. The Obey line. Mm -hmm. Studio Obey. The Obey line. Of uh, home goods. Well, I do know that, I do remember you made, I don't know if it was wrought iron, but you did make a gate, I think. Didn't you? Within the, within the last, since WorkbenchCon, I think. Didn't you make some? Maybe. I, I, I did a, uh, I did a, uh, I did a restore and a Maybe an addition that, yeah. to a gate. Yes, I did. Yes, yeah, that was it was beautiful. When I saw that, I'm like, 
Wow, she. Re I think that was like one of the first videos that I saw when we got done with uh, WorkbenchCon. And I'm like, oh, and, and that was a funny thing. I didn't know who you were. I just thought, like I said earlier, I just thought you were, you know, just a really, you know, fun just person. I was a maintenance person. <laughs> no, no, that too. But, you know, then I, and I would do this. You meet somebody and then you kind of, you, you get their sticker or whatever. And I have your sticker. And I remember running up, you know, well, after the evening's festivities are canceled by the hotel because we were being too loud, you know, we all went back to the, hotel rooms or wherever and i just remember going okay i gotta see this brandy obey person holy crap <laughs> you know <laughs> that's what it's like you yeah. people i met people that were i don't know why i want to call it famous because well famous in the community mm -hmm. uh, yeah go there and but i didn't know who they were you were one of them I was like, oh, I'm not famous though. I really am not. Oh, yeah, you are. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 I'm not. No, no, I'm not famous. I'm going to be in popular mechanics. I'm not famous. Yo, let me tell you something. It's so funny. I've been on Instagram since 2012 and I have 2784, 2784 followers on Instagram in how many years? I just, I, and I know that's not a, a measure of fame. I'm not looking to be famous, but like there's people with, you know, tens of thousands of followers. And I'm like, oh, I don't know, I don't know about that. <laughs> I'm sorry, Brady. Jacob, just interest. Uh... Uh, it, it internet me, internet. He interneted me. He interneted, interneted me. He interneted me on my phone. <laughs> and he said, "Hey, ask Brandy a question for me. Oh. Ask her what does the future look like for her." Oh, that's so funny. That is perfect timing. <laughs> that, that is, is perfect. I texted Ben the question too. Yeah, he did. It, did you change, or did I already ask it when he texted you? No, you're good. You asked it. Oh, get rolling. I know. It was just pretty great. Oh, and I'm, I don't think that this is for you. That was just kind of funny. I just got done. Oh, that's what I should send it back. Dude, if you want to be on the show, be on the show. <laughs> you know, don't find replacements. I'm just kidding. On, on that, on that, like in that vein of thought, let me ask this. Like, so you're talking about wanting to release a product line. You know, I, I don't want you to tip your cards if you're trying to like, you know, make moves or something but what what do you think is a realistic timeline before we can start seeing studio obey like out there it's either gonna happen sooner mm -hmm. than later or later <laughs> later, <a> later later <laughs> right right like a year ish yeah but okay happen when it happens <laughs> when it doesn't happen then it'll happen later well, I'll say this. And, and here's the thing is like, I, you know, this is not a, it's not a pressure question or anything. It's really, but I think putting it out there, like hearing yourself say it sometimes, like it's going to happen soon. Oh. If you don't already have that in motion. Like here's your sign that you need to get it in motion, right? Like sometimes it's just good to say it out loud. You to are, start manifesting the steps to start going. Exactly. You make a good, a good point because one of the things I want to do for myself tomorrow for my birthday is make a vision board. I've never done anything like yeah, that. Cool. 
ever, you know, before. Sure, I've maybe written down things I want to do, like a to-do mm -hmm. list, but I, you know, I want to try. Oh, is this a, a younger version of a bucket list for the older listeners out there? It's just things that, yeah, things that you want to achieve in like a graphic visual form. Yeah. You know, sort oh, of like okay. a collage, you know. Gotcha. I love that. Yeah. But, but I mean, the, the good thing is from, from someone on the outside, I mean, the fact that you're saying it sooner is, you know, a target, that means that like, right. you're probably already kind of tipped in that direction and you just need like the need time it. to like get it done. Right. I mean, like that's, it, it, that's encouraging. Exactly. Yeah, fire it is. Your butt. I, I got a fire cause I'm going to be 45 tomorrow. So it's like, come on girl, you getting old. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna do this or not? <laughs> you're not old. Well, you know, I mean, you're not as, you know, young as Ben, but you're younger than me. So, no. hey, and he's not wrong. I'm, I'm like 19, 20 years old. Oh, yeah. I mean, you're like, no, I thought you were 30. No, that's not true. No, I'm for, I'm 40 this year. I'm, I'm hitting, I'm, I'm the Shit. top of the hill. In, uh, in September. You, I know you said it earlier, but I thought you were like in your thirties. Well, so, yeah, yeah. still in my you're 30s. actually kind of old. So yeah, <laughs> we're getting there. Yeah, you're getting there. The gray hairs are starting to come in. They're, they're starting to get there. I keep pointing oh. at my kids and letting them know where they came from. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, my son got in the Marine Corps. This just went. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah. yeah. So I got to get that, uh, what is it, Grecian formula beard thing? Right. Yeah. You no, know, because it just looks. Just uh, for men. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. It's All right, just guys. for men. So, um, before we uh, close this out, is we're, we ran over time because Brandy's awesome and Aww. like talking to you. Um, so uh, you got to make a shout out for us, Brandy? Oh, I, I always got to shout out my super, super duper. Look, I have a lot of talented friends. Really? Oh, everybody. But my boy, Justin, maybe, and his beautiful vi videography. He's just incredible. If you haven't checked out his YouTube channel, you need to. It's Call Me Maybe, M-A-B-I-E, on YouTube. And I've, I've heard a little bit of his story. It's pretty cool, like how he kind of stumbled into right. being a maker documentarian. Like, yes. he's so talented. So but talented. It's, it's funny that he's not like a maker in like the physical, like manufacturing sense, like we all are, that he's right. more of like a digital maker and, and very, very good at it. Very good. But um, it's it's a it's such a niche thing that he's crushing that he's just killing right and um, most of his videos make me cry so <laughs> I'm gonna check I have not seen any of his work yeah I oh, admit they they make Jacob cry too he can't say that it's not true because he's not here but Jacob is it, it, like a baby oh, you yeah. see yeah oh yeah several yeah. of them April, he did one on April and it made me cry it was great because you don't like you see these big bigger youtubers and you don't know i never knew the things about april that he he got out of her it was wonderful to hear so yeah check that out for sure I'll check that out okay call me baby um ben you got anybody yeah i do uh scott seaman uh from seaman custom builds is a guy that i've been kind of connected to for probably a little bit over a year and uh he's He's doing one of the things that's on my bucket list, which is building a, a boat from the ground up. Yeah. Um, oh, ever wow. since like I ever heard the name Nick Offerman, you know, before Parks and Rec and everything, like seeing that guy build a canoe 
was one. That's one of the things that I want to do before I leave this earth. And so Scott's doing that right now. And he has a beautiful, beautiful canoe in the works. And the thing that, that really frankly pisses me off is how easy he's making it look because it, I will it, have to say that I've seen his uh, Instagram post of that. And I'm like, dude, I mean, he's talented, but like this, a canoe is not a easy project and he's making it look like it's like, like Ikea furniture that he's just putting together. Like he's making <laughs> wow. it look so simple, but it's, it's beautiful. I, I can't believe what he's doing with it. Yep. I've seen that. He's a, I have a I'm a friend of his or follower, something like that. Uh, okay. Brandy, you've had the entire show. <gasps> Think about the question. Uh, <sighs> okay. So do you want to answer the question? How did you meet your husband or who is your celebrity crush? Okay. Since I'm not going to tell the story about how I met my husband, Jason Momoa, I'm going to tell the story about how I met my husband. <laughs> so it, um, let's see. <clears throat> we had a mutual. Are going, is he there? Is it? Where is he? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, actually, I worked with a guy that worked with him in the past and they were still friends. And he's like, when he met me, when the friend met me, our little Cupid, I like to call him. Um, he's like, you need to meet my boy, Corey. But I had a boyfriend at the time. So, you know, every time they'd get together, he'd say, you need to meet my, my boy, Corey. And I'm like, no, I have a boyfriend. I can't do it. And then at some point, the, the boyfriend, it was, it was kind of, it was a long distance relationship. It was kind of rocky, but he was in and um, the friend called me and said, hey, we're hanging out and Corey's here. And I was like, oh, okay, we're gonna come. So I brought my boyfriend with me to meet my future husband. <laughs> and that was it. That is interesting. Hey boyfriend, meet my future husband. Right, little do he know. <laughs> and so you have one, uh, one son, right? We have one son, his name is Mick. Mick? Mick with an M. M. Cool. He's what? About eight, nine. Eight? Nine. That's yeah. right. You did say that. I'm old. <laughs> You're lucky well, I remember your name, but it's already on the screen here. Uh, well, so, my but, husband is 52. So, well, yeah. 52 is the new. Right. <laughs> it's the new 50. Something. Although I do have to say that. When I was a kid, 50 was really old. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, you were old. And then your grandparents, they were really old. Now that I hit 52, I went, mm -hmm. I'm old. But now I can look at my cousins and like, Steve, you're really old, aren't you? <laughs> I know. Right, the, ki the kids at school think I'm really old, so. Yeah. There's six. So, yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, you are kind of old to them, and then I'm really old to them. And my dad would be ancient. He's 87. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, I'd awesome. look at my dad and go, oh, do you remember this? He goes, I remember before we had that. Oh. <laughs> no. 
Yeah, he's the uphill in both ways. But uh, so, Brandy, uh, would you please tell our audience where they can find you? Sure. I hang out a lot on on Instagram at Brandy with a Y. Brandy with a Y. (laughs) Dot Studio Obey dot com. I'm sorry. That's Instagram. Brandy dot Studio Obey. And my website is Studio dash Obey dot com. Cool. Those are the only two. You don't do YouTube videos that often, do you? No. There's a channel somewhere just... uh, with a few videos, Graham. nothing to, my, my son is trying to convince me to start a YouTube channel, but we'll see. And you pretty much post daily or at least weekly uh, stories, don't you? Meh. Meh. <laughs> Meh. I need to do it. I need to do it more consistently. But... No, I know. So, so does everybody. Yeah. Graham, well, where can everybody find you? Life. Yeah. I'm, I'm everywhere at make for life workshop. Um, uh, I don't have Twitter. I'm, I'm on Instagram. I'm on YouTube ish. Like I, 2020 was going to be the year of YouTube for me. And then, you know, things, things, the, the year didn't exist. Right. So right. Uh, 2021 might still be the year that I get some YouTube videos out. Uh, I just moved over to TikTok as well. That was something that I swore never to do, but um, I've learned how to kind of tease the algorithm so that it's not, you know, all just TikTok. There's actually a lot of good stuff out there. My kids and I have been watching dad joke videos nonstop on TikTok. It's the best. Oh, funny. Um, but yeah, if you just Google Make for Life Workshop, you know, I'm I'm out there. So yeah. Yeah, I'm starting to warm up to TikTok too, but I don't post much. I don't trust it. <laughs> I'm old. I'm old. I'll say this. Here's, here's why I wasn't going to do TikTok. And the same reason I really didn't do too many uh, Instagram reels is because those kind of things, like little short format things get like, I, I get sucked into that black hole. And so, and, and, and true to form, I have to be very careful about getting onto TikTok because I will blink and four hours will have gone by. And I've just been watching like dogs doing stupid things and dad joke videos. And exactly. Yeah. Same here. Same here. I think that's probably why I, I finally got that stick up someplace and got me going in the house so now i'm like i, I don't want to sit unless it's you know the, the sun has gone down yeah but for the most part you know if i just if i'm not napping i'm like i gotta do something i gotta do something it, it just yeah you know it's either i gotta move or i'm sleeping <laughs> which is a pretty good feeling when you're gone from i don't want to do jack to i want to do everything yeah. All right, Brandy, I have to thank you for coming up tonight. Um, really, really appreciate it. I can't wait to see you again at uh, WorkbenchCon. I know yes. you'll be there. I'll be there for sure. You'll be there in your overalls, in your dickies. That's right. Yeah. I think we all should, you know, wear our dickies for <laughs> Brandy. Yes. <laughs> or we just get, I'll just get patches and just put them on a shirt. This is no. No, that's a, I can, I can get behind that movement. The yeah. Dickies coverall movement. For sure. we just show up in Dickies just one night. That would be, yeah. funny, though, wouldn't it? Oh, would be hilarious. They all stole my look. <laughs> Started a revolution. Mm-hmm. Oh, crying out loud, Jacob. I, I, I found the uh, outro. And then he texted me. 
now I lost it. Uh, here at Makers, I'll get it. There we go. Got it. This is what happens when my uh, co-host leaves me. He didn't even send it to Ben because this is supposed to be Ben's thing. Oh, I see. I wasn't given that. I know responsibility. Yeah, that's right. Take us home, Steve. All right. Thanks. Appreciate that. Uh, so here at Makers Figuring Out, it is our mission to educate, motivate, and inspire. And we hope we've done that for you today. So this is Steve and Jacob by proxy. And Ben is filling in. And Brandy, reminding you to keep learning, keep being motivated, keep getting inspired, and keep figuring it out. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.